this is Pauline Jennings, and you're listening to Musician Talk. My guests today are Jinti Dutta and Cedric Brian, who make up the duo Greenvale Manitou. Jinti, originally from India, currently lives in Dundas. Prior to that, he toured the world for about 10 years with popular Indian singer-songwriter Pepong with TV appearances and all. Jinti also serves currently as lead guitarist for Chad Johnson and the Minnesota Transplants. Cedric, who hails from France, moved to the U.S. in 2005, got a Ph.D. at Penn State, and now lives in Northfield. Before this project, he served as a singer and a percussionist in multiple bands in Minneapolis. And before that, in France, he played solo in percussion bands and one heavy metal band. Together now, as a duo Greenville Manitou, Jinti and Cedric like to explore a variety of genres and instruments with percussion and tribal grooves as a common thread. They love to fuse their cultural musical backgrounds with popular Western music genres. Both are self-taught men who play numerous instruments on their tracks. They record, mix, and master in their respective studios, which they built from scratch. As a duo, they wish to be part of the vibrant pub brewery scene, especially here in Northfield, and also to play at clubs and festivals in and around the cities. No doubt they will be a busy duo, as their music is original, creative, and so very cool. It's time to get to know Greenville Manitou. Let's talk with Cedric Brian and Jinti Dutta. Welcome, Cedric and Genti. Thank you. Hi, thanks for having us. Yes, and I have to start it out with Bienvenue and Stregate, is that right? Mm -hmm. Welcome. (laughs) Not sure if you speak Hindi or not, but there we go. So, um, what a beautiful day outside. It's a little too cold for spring, but the Mm -hmm. sun is shining, and uh, that's a good thing. I'm happy to be here. Thank you, Wendy, so much for hosting Musician Talk on your show. So, you guys, welcome to the studio. Thank you. And uh, I guess I just want to kick things off about, with asking you about how you got to this part of the country from where you hail from. And so we'll start with Cedric and tell us how you ended up in Northfield. Um, well, we just come from Penn State. I've spent seven years in State College doing a, uh, a PhD uh, with my wife. And my wife found a position at Carlton, so I followed here seven years ago. It's been seven years that I've been here. Um, instead of putting myself in a national job market, I've, I've done some jumping around in several places, McAllister, Olaf, and Carlton. And um, this year only, starting last September, I decided to transition towards a um, kind of a full-time music embrace world. So now I'm, I'm, I'm not teaching during regular semesters. I'm still teaching during summers. Uh, modules that I've created, so that's fine. But I am now making music my work, and I guess teaching is now the hobby. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. I love that. What do you teach? French. Oh, French. Uh, mainly that language and yeah, sometimes literature, a bit of philosophy, stuff like this. Got it. All right. And now this is a big le- leap to go. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. It was a necessary and, one. You okay. know, I'm, It's been years I've been struggling to do it anything. Takes some- yeah, trying courage. to find pockets of time and very much impossible. Well, that's exciting. We'll get back to that. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to go over to Jinti and ask you how you ended up in Dundas, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah also the same kind of story. My wife, she also got a job in St. Olaf, but I was in India. She got a job here. Then I had to move here. Then when basically it's kind of like exploring music here, you know, so it was a good chance to do all the stuff and build the studio. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, it's been pretty busy 
<laughs> what does your wife teach? She teaches uh, in Saint uh, Olaf uh, as a uh, ethnomusicology. Okay, she great. teaches like a kind of history of music. Well, I should have her on the show. Yeah. I would love to have a oh, show yeah. about the history of music. Yeah, That'd be great. that's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, excellent. So I want to move on to uh, Greenville, Manitou, mm-hmm. and the in- inception of that. And it originally was a solo project, as I understand it, mm-hmm. uh, before Jinty came on board. So, <coughs> Cedric, why don't you t- take us through the beginnings of this group? Um, well, I want. I know I wanted to do something with percussion all the time. So. Mm-hmm. I did not quite know what I wanted to do sound-wise. I know it was going to sound rock, um, that I was going to use electric guitars, acoustic guitars, and started exploring. But I know that I wanted as a um, as a tying glue, if you want, world percussion, especially jambes and African percussion, Latin too. Uh, and I was trying to find a name, right? So Greenville, I see you, 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 you wrote the name is kind of weird. Well, no, uh, it's not weird. It's not weird. I think it's absolutely brilliant because cool. I live about three blocks away from Greenville. Right, right. No, that's fine. And I went through stages. So I, the first thing was I wanted something that was going to sound like reminiscent of nature and of those organic sounds, mm-hmm. right? So I went for the natural. Then I looked at people and it's, there was a bunch of MCs. I think it was one from Detroit that was called <laughs> the natural. So like, I can do this. Then I moved from something like I was called Bande de Sauvage, which means in French, Band of Savages. <laughs> but then the idea was like, I need to make a band. And when I realized that it was more like me being alone, I could not have band with the, <laughs> right? So plus, <laughs> right. like, people are going to butcher this name. They're going to be like Band of Sauvages, and that's not going to work. So <laughs> band of One Savage. That one day I drive back home, and I, I mean, I'm in the corner of Greenville and Manitou, and I'm like, ta da, makes perfect sense. Greenvale, Manitou. It sounds like. The Manitou in the Algonquian culture is a, is a spirit of the nature. Yes. And so this is basically, if you make the two words together, the natural spirit that dwells in the Green Valley, Greenvale Manitou. I love it. So it works. That totally works. Mm-hmm. And I like the way that you say Manitou instead of Manitou. That's so yeah. Minnesotan. Minis- Manitou. <laughs> 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 Wonderful. Okay, so... You started recording m- music uh-huh. just individually as part of as this entity now that you created called Greenville Manitou. Yes. All right. And and then? And then a friend, um, so I was trying to build my studio too. And so I, I did that during the, the transition. I needed a place to work. So purchased a house a few, you know, a little while ago. And I knew exactly the both rooms that I wanted. So, but I needed to build this from scratch. What's so I needed to meet this guy. And a friend said, hey, do you know GNT in town? You know, we just built a studio. You should, you should check him out and ask for advice. And so this is how we met. Yeah, you know. What do you, before we get over there uh, to Jinty, what do you mean by build a studio from scratch for people that have never built a studio? Everything. Studio so has, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, go ahead. It's uh, basically it's because uh, he did the same thing. The yeah. Okay, ba- so normally we always look for a house with like with without any like a basement like kind of unfinished basement, <laughs> and you can plan everything. You know, like having acoustic uh, treatment, all the stuff. So basically, you just have a picture on your mind that I'm going to put this wall like that. And maybe I would have a control room or recording room differently. But sometimes if you're like, oh, no, like we will have only one room. We can just have everything there, streaming, live shows and what like a recording sure. and everything. Yeah. 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 And planning all the sound, where you put the speakers, where you want to sit, where is going to be your spot, um, sp- like a area to listen Yes. Everything so planned. And it's a sound uh, absorption is important in a exactly. situation like that yeah. and also mm-hmm. soundproofing. And we, yeah, when we yeah. made our studio, we have, I think, three layers of 
um, particle board. No, what's that called? Uh, the sheet uh, sheet board. What's yeah. that called? Mm-hmm. That you put on your walls. Anyway, that drywall. Thing, drywall. Yeah. That's yeah. the word. Yeah. Like three different layers of three different thicknesses wow. yeah. to yeah, 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 to yeah. try to get that separation. Separation and, yeah. from other. Yeah. So back to the Greenville Manitou story. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then Jinty, you met Jinty because yeah. you wanted to get his advice on the studio building, and yeah. then take then it from it was there. A bunch of Long trips to Menards, you know, it's yeah. basically that. Let's find the panels. Oh, acoustic panels. Okay, then carpets, walls, everything, ceilings. Okay, and you did not do this in the last two years, right? I started that. doing this in when did I, when COVID hit, literally. Okay, so things were pretty expensive, hard to oh, get. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I had a bit hard of money on the to. side, and it was, you know, there for that. But everything, you know, absorption, diffusion, yeah. you know, you suddenly turn into a, a sound physicist you know you you learn the acoustics of the room on top of all the things you need to do as a do-it-yourself musician these days exactly so uh, on top of uh showing uh cedric how to build a studio how did you guys start making music together um so um so normally we will attract because now only we two people in the this band like in future we are trying to if somebody plays with us like you know like as a band member like uh but when we started like we only two people and he come he came up with like a uh, new idea like hey let's jam something mm-hmm. then we jammed this song uh, born of the same like we yeah. decided you know what uh, let's play something like uh we make a scratch out of it and and we spend some time because we don't know yet like because it's pretty new for both both of us like because i the taste is very different the way of making the song is very different so it took longer than we expected for the born of the same uh-huh. but now we're getting used to it, like the way what's the, gonna be the efficient way to work on together mm-hmm. but also like he shared basically i made a scratch and then he he went home with that i sent him the file and he sent me hey like this is the i something leaks i came up with like take a listen like i was oh yeah that sounds great totally different sound then yeah so basically layering stuff back and forth the sending tracks and mm. so so it became extremely handy that both of you at this point had ex- a studio exactly <laughs> and we yeah. really complete each other this way you know his studio is very built with mixing also very much in mind like it's mine is more like a creative space i can record i can imagine i can compose okay um, but when it's time to get to mixing, his space is is better for that with speakers. You know, at home if I mix, I usually use uh, headphones. Got it. I do have speakers too, but sure. you know, his place is more pro in this fashion. So um, you you talked about playing together, jamming, and mm-hmm. what instruments are your main instruments? My main instruments the guitar. Okay. Then like I would play a bass guitar, but normally I always comes with. Um, like the guitar is my first instrument. Basically, I would prefer guitar. Got it. All right, yeah. and Cedric. Well, on this jam, it's a, it's a good jam because we're actually using two songs from that jam. I filmed the jam, oh, cool. and they're like, "Oh, we should do this," and you yeah. know, selecting riffs and explore them further. Uh, on this jam, I was playing. I was playing drums, awesome. trying to see what beat I could do on his riffs. But you know, sometimes I can show up with an acoustic guitar and we can play together or just sit down and sing on, on something. Wonderful. So you're both guitar players, singers, and mm, yeah. 
you're more the percussionist yeah. and you're more the techno guy. Yeah, please bass, I play bass, and we play bass, other yeah. things. Yeah. Well, how wonderful, how wonderful. Yeah. Well, let's turn to the first song and let's talk about that a little bit before we hear it. And this is called Song to the Fascist. And this was done uh, prior to becoming a duo when yeah. it was just mm-hmm. a solo group. So we'll talk to Cedric about this first song. So tell me about it. How did, how did, what, what's the inception of it? How did it start in your head? Um, well, it was very personal. You know, we all... I, it, it came from an experience that I had with a guy who was the, one of the first musicians that I've met when I moved here a few years ago. Okay. And he was very controlling. He was very bossy, you know, it was, it could, which could be good if you manage a band. Sometimes you need someone to be a bit assertive like this and a bit like, let's get stuff into place. It helps. Yeah. But I felt like there was, there, there, was, there was some issues going on with power and control. Yeah. Um, which is sad because he was, was a good, good guitarist. And then the more we worked together, the more I'm noticing stuff that I was displeased with, you know, uh, <clears throat> a lot of Islamophobic remarks on Facebook, oh, no. a lot of um, homophobic remarks, and then uh, I'm starting to feel I don't want to share. Um, I don't want to share a space with, with with someone like this. I don't want to share an image like this. And then, of course, some sort of drama happened, like it happens pretty much in every band. <laughs> and and I decided just to move away at a time with the drummer. Then we just did our thing on the side. And we jammed with this drummer who also originated from that same experience who really wanted to leave but didn't know what to do and uh-huh. started to like roll eyes and all that stuff. And we decided to sit down and this is the first thing that came out. All those, this song to the fascist started like that. And then, of course, um, came um, the whole last presidency and the whole run. And as some of those events were happening, I slowly turned the song into something slightly more political there. But originally, it had nothing to do with, you know, um, politics or anything. It's more like a generalized idea of a fascist archetype. Especially, right. it's a, you know, a man, usually a man, um, very controlling, etc. This kind mm-hmm. of organic thing where you surround yourself with people that are also power hungry. Yes, men. And feed off one another. Yes. You know, and then can be discarded in the flick of an eye. That was the idea. Oh, that's wonderful. And I, when we read the title, of course, you think political first, particularly yeah. with these last... Um, well, and then know, I turned it this way because I, I remember releasing the song. Uh, this was never a single. This was never on streaming. I always wanted this to be more like a free stuff you could you could listen to on SoundCloud. Wonderful. But I wanted to make something of it, and I released it. I remember one week before Trump came to the uh, Target Center in the cities. Wow! Yeah, that was the moment. Mm. Yes, I, those days I don't want. I do really do not want to recall. Um, but <laughs> I love the fact that they that this is personal as well as political. I mean, it yeah. just works on every level. Yeah, exactly, and, exactly. So, um, let's uh, take a listen to "Song to the Fascist," written and performed by Cedric Bion. Cedric is half of the duo Greenville Manitou, who are in my studio in the studio today with me. So let's take a listen.
This is Pauline Jennings, and you're listening to Musician Talk. We just played Song to the Fascist, an original tune written, performed, and recorded by one of my guests today, Cedric Brian. So, okay, this is, it has such a big sound. Yes. I'm uh, glad it sounds, you know, it still sounds good. It, so, it does. It yeah. sounds great, actually. I, I don't know that you need to polish anything. We were just talking a little bit about that. <laughs> and, um, but the sound, how do you get such a big sound? It's just you in the studio. Yeah. How do you get that? Well, you start layering and you hope for the best, I guess. You know, I started with the guitars. Okay. I remember I started with a Fender amp and a terribly cheap yet awesomely sounding orange guitar, which is some sort of an emulation of a power strat. Okay. So I just, and I used the Shure SM58 in front of the EDM, trying just to get that crispy sound that we know Fender does, you know, yes. like this combination, and then mixed it a bit, then added drums on it. Then added bass on it. I think that was the older. Yeah. Then I played drums on that. Then I played bass. Then I started recording the drum bass. Then I recorded the voice. Wow. And you know that's the, always the, pro- the, the the trouble when you do layering this way. You need to sound like a band. You need right. to sound like this is happening at the same time. You need to put yourself in a groove every time you record each new layer, as if you were playing with. One other guy, two other guys, three other guys, four other guys. Right, and you're doing it all yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's quite impressive, I must say. Mm-hmm. Uh, some other things that I wanted to say about this. First of all, your voice is incredible, the, the versatility you. of it. It can sound very sweet, and it can sound very, very driving. Yes. And metal, yeah. I guess you would say. I like to ch- change voices like that. Yeah. It is going to be very much part of our sound. I'm going to sing in so many different ways in this project. Yeah, and the, the juxtaposition of when you are singing a little sweeter, if that's the word, um, uh, a l- little more lyrical, mm-hmm. it, the juxtaposition of that against that music is is very mm-hmm. interesting, too. Yeah. I like it a lot. I so. wanted some sensibility to that. You know, I didn't want the song to be totally angry. And yeah. You know, and those those sweet moments also translate emotional moments that are much more like uh, almost childish, you know, almost mm. innocent like this. Why is this going on? Right. Why are families being split? Why am I seeing children crying, being put into planes and yes. never seeing their families and being sent in countries they don't know? You know, why why is this happening? And I think that, I mean, the, the metal voice isn't necessarily my favorite just because it hurts to listen to i feel like people are hurting their voices um and so <laughs> so this so appealed to me to bring both those elements in and uh were, was is very just very very powerful so thank you for writing that and thank putting you. it down mm-hmm. so um let's move on you guys both songwrite you both okay mm-hmm. and um so how has songwriting changed since becoming a duo um, Change a lot. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. I'm still, you know, like um, in this do-it-yourself world where, you know, if, if you're a solo artist, you know, you, you basically are a multiple. There's no such thing as solo artist, what you're talking about. We are mm. multiple hydras, like we're multiple entities. Got it. I am my CEO. I'm my manager. I'm my publisher. I'm, my, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the guy who kicks myself in the butt you know i'm right. I, I, the motivator exactly the i'm trainer. everything and so it was very good to start and start delegating some of that stuff so really songwriting is split now um his production is uh, much more accomplished than mine so he's really a lot about pro- producing in the box and still taking care of the lot of songwriting as well you know sometimes we write songs based on some of his riffs sometimes songs yeah. that i have already we, we remix stuff so songwriting is kind of shared we really want to 
to, to, to work together this way. Born of the Same was a good example of that effort. You know, I would come back home, as he said earlier, you mm -hmm. know, with a guitar riff and a beat. Then I come back with voice. Then he suggests electronics on this. Then I suggest we should add some organic cajon on this. And we build up step by step, you know, us mm -hmm. together. And songs like that can take so many directions. But then as you build brick by brick... Yes, you know, you, mm -hmm. you 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 suddenly marvel at this thing that you really have built together, and that is the combination of of two songwriters mm -hmm. respecting each other and building in respect to one another. Nice song yeah. first, and then ego second. You know, mm -hmm. yes, and that's hard to yeah, come by. Actually, yeah. I think we we found each other very well this way. We we do know how to give us feedback without vexing each other. We we, we <laughs> I like that we, without very vexing each other. This yeah. Way. yeah, yeah. And you mentioned. Um, Born of the Same, which we're going to listen to later, just uh -huh. so people yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and Jinty, you are more of the techno person, so you, you do more of the effects when, when you bring yeah. them to, okay? Yeah, so normally, like, at this Born of the Same, like, I recorded the guitar first. Like, it's very kind of a rough, like a scratch, you can say. Okay. Then, then I figured out maybe I should just put something electronic, kit like i had some virtual instruments like i put there and i i was like uh, stuck there basically stuck, okay and then i sent him the file like hey if you can work on something like then he came up with the a kind of like a tune on top of it like a he didn't decided the lyrics yet okay mm -hmm. then he sent me back then i felt like okay it can be a different direction now and so basically, after that, I put some layers of guitars. Then I put some a uh, little bit uh, distortion guitar. Then after that, I sent it him back again. Then he came out with the good lyrics and all the stuff. Then we decided, hey, like we should definitely put some, you know, like a organic uh, instrument, like a yeah. kind of like a cajun and djembe. Then when he told me about it, you know what? N now I feel like uh, I want to put some nature sound. Mm -hmm. So that's why. What did you think of that? It's 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 pretty normally. It's like a. It's very hard. It, it was. I think it's cold, right? Because we can't go out, and there's no right. part outside. Basically, <laughs> you just have to. Right. <laughs> you wanted to do it live as opposed to find there, some. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. there ain't no seagull in Minnesota. You there know, no <laughs> seagull in Minnesota. <laughs> but I I remember the seagull sound has a very unique sound to it. Like mm -hmm. a, it's kind of more distorted kind of sound, which yeah. is like it fits the sound. Uh -huh. And we can't just put like very like a, a sweet bird song or anything because it's, uh, the song it's uh, has some kind of a weight to it. So I decided put the the bird the seagull is gonna be good because it's I put a little bit distortion on top of it like make it a little bit more like a wider sound. Yes, that's interesting. I would have never thought. Everything is everything is new. We're just exploring, exploring. So. Yeah, so that's how we just so... Um, and that's uh, going to be definitely in our tracks. We like to sample stuff. Use samples yeah. to kind of participate in the greater story of the song. So when you say sample, I know what that means, but uh, probably a lot of people out there don't know what that means, a sample. What is a sample in music A world? sample basically is like a, um, it's a kind of loop. Recorded any sound, it can be, if I record a guitar, if... It, it, to these days, like you can just find a lot of samples. You have to pay for it. Like, uh, you just play a guitar, and you can just sell the, the, this kind of site. And people anywhere in in the world they can access to that. If you go to the site, and mm -hmm. anyone they can 
access to that uh, loop file. Mm. So you put it there, you get inspired, make music. It can be a uh, guitar, it can be a drum, it can be any nature sound, it can be any sound, like any sound kind of... Any kind of sound. And often people use these live if they have an instrument or a, some kind of percussion a loop or rhythm that they want to have in it that they don't have a person on stage for. Yeah. So often Steve, my husband, who's a drummer, he makes loops because he, he can't play the kit and a shaker. But the exactly. song really needs a shaker. Shaker, yeah. And so he has a little machine next to him mm -hmm. and he hits a button and it'll play that loop when he, in the mm -hmm. song when he wants it to play. A loop mm -hmm. or the sample. Mm -hmm. um, and loop, they call it a loop because it... it it, it's maybe a, a let's say it's eight measure phrase and then yeah. that, a loop again and again and again, again, and again, and again in yeah. the song wherever you want it mm -hmm. so yeah that's what a sample is um i'm going to take a little bit of a, a jump away from the songwriting um before we take a listen to born of the same and um i started something new last week on this talking about the importance of music and uh why i do this show is to talk about the importance of music and to highlight it and uh, I started with a quote, and I have one this week that I would like you guys to comment on. This is Billy Joel, and seeing as you guys are from cultures that are different from mine, mm -hmm. uh, this one spoke to me for today. And Billy Joel said, I think music in itself is healing. It's an explosive expression of humanity. It's something we're all touched by. No matter what culture we're from, everyone loves music. Yeah. So, like, I would say it's... Uh I like the quote for sure, but it's like mm. it's amazing. But also, I was like, think it's kind of language basically, also too, because yes. um, and meditation, you'd say, mm -hmm. and like when normally went everywhere, like when I moved here, like I was like very shy, mm. and only because of music, I was like mm -hmm. very. It's kind of, it's basically you can't say a lot of words because playing music and everything. And with Chad, like with Chad, when I met Chad, like I was like very shy and I can't say any, I was very like, um, I wasn't very good at English too. And, but we spent a lot of time playing music. Then we basically know like what he wants to say or what I want to hear. Right, it's right. so, it's more, it's very, it's for me, it's like very helpful. Like it's kind of, for me, it's very important. It's kind of a language meditation you can say yeah. also too that's what sure. happened like us too like yes, it's like it's spent so like uh we spent so much time play, playing music more than talking right so we communicate, you know too. we have to remember that neither jinti nor i you know uh have english as our native tongue mm -hmm. right so even when we communicate together english is our second or sometimes even third yeah. fourth language for you right <laughs> yeah mine is my second technically i okay. guess okay how yeah. many languages do you speak? Uh, I don't speak them, but I've studied, I don't know, I've studied German, Spanish, and a bunch of dead languages that I'm not using, thank <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. I'm not speaking in Latin today. No, you, that, okay. <laughs> you can, but, feel free. Yeah. It's a great quote. You know, I would say that I would, I would push the quote to even say that art, and not just music in yes. itself, mm -hmm. is, is healing. Yeah. Uh, it's healing, it's, it's a great process of healing for the creator, as uh, as for the audience, you know, it, it can it can be something that's a catharsis for you too. Yes. As as an artist, but you make people cry, you make people laugh, you remind them of this is the role of the singer songwriter. You take notes of what's going on. You help literally your species, almost on an animalistic level, how to mm -hmm. cope with mm -hmm. joy, suffering, laughter, and 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 help maybe just. 
tilted their head a certain way so that they can see stuff. You know, it's. It, I think it's kind of what we do. We, we are weird yeah. guides, and we also try to look at social political problems and and explain them very easily. I think a good song does that, right? A good song can explain something very complicated. Yes. In 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 in, in simpler ways to it is there to 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 bond. It is there to and in to ways that. that hit the heart. Yes. Yeah. Right. Simpler yeah. and more. Emotional, perhaps, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. than a treaty that you might read or text you yeah. might read on that same problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah, can be a bit brainy too. I don't mind, but if it doesn't touch your heart, then it's kind of too brainy. You know what I mean? Right. If it doesn't have that emotion. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. I think that that this quote to me is uh, I love the explosion expression of humanity, and I think that is all mm-hmm. art yes. as well. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. love that expression. Um, I, I think that, that – and I like that he says no matter what culture we're from because it does break down barriers. Music mm-hmm. does break down those cultural yeah, barriers exactly. that we mm-hmm. – that the false barriers that we put mm-hmm. up. They are not real. Yeah. They're absolutely false. But music has a way of knocking that down, which is really incredible. So uh, I think we'll segue into Born of the Same because I am very interested in the inception of this song. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see here. I highlighted this lyric. This really hit me. Um, I took, it took no advice to devise what's in the bigger picture. I paid the price of lies. Now they're regular fixtures. And that just is really, boy, don't we all suffer from that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the pray to kill the rage. And I think that also spoke to me too. It, it, I've been very rageful po- politically yes. for, for, and it, and it, I can't even listen to the news now because it, it gets so anxious yeah, yeah. right away. I know. It, it just kind of affected me permanently those yeah. four years and, um, and, and continuing. And, and it's finding a way to kill that rage is yeah, important yeah. to me right now. So Music does that too. Does that too you know? Yes, It can exactly. serve as an anthem for you. can serve as anything. You know, it has this nice purpose. So tell me about Born of the Same um, how it started? So yes. it really started from that jam that I mentioned That's earlier. Right. The one we that we I filmed. Yes, yeah. We're working on a song on Ukraine right now, for instance, called uh, Skies and Grain, yeah. and it also comes from the same jam. So that oh, jam was pretty God. prolific. We're going to make <laughs> yeah. a couple of, I'm glad I recorded it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it started with this jam, as Ginty explained, and I went back home, and this is pretty much what happened, right? Um, because I went back home with the electric guitar and this hip-hop beat that you will listen to uh, in a second, I think the... The, the song started to get hip-hop straight away. I thought, yeah, okay, you, you're going to have to rap on this. And then, you know, a, a couple of exchanges like this. We didn't mm-hmm. know, you know, I've, originally I wanted the song to be kind of like the jam. It was going to sound with, you know, with a drum kit and a bit more rock. But as we build the song, we also try to found our sound. This is the first song we are literally building together. Mm-hmm. And we really wanted to, you know, we, we have not found totally our voice yet. We're just starting. So th- th- this song was also very much a workshop and an experiment. We wanted to do fusion music. We, the, both of us really like to escape niches as most as we can. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, this is why this song we want confusing. Is it a hip-hop song? Is it a dream pop song? Is it a dream rock yeah, song? Is it an electronic song? It, it has some organic. There's real djembe on it. There's real cajon on it. So there's acoustic too. It's there to confuse. Is it conf- to confuse you outside of your comfort- comfortable niches? Right. Well, I have written down here... Um, I love the different genre, genres mixed up because uh-huh. it just seems like it. And, and, but yeah. it all fits together yeah. so 
well, mm-hmm. seamlessly. I love that. Well, thank you, Jinti, because the mix was pretty complicated <laughs> <Nicely> <laughs> because of all those. Yeah, I bet it was. Layers. Yeah, I yeah, bet was, editing that was a yeah, was a see. monster. How about lyrically? Where did the where did the inception of the lyrics come once you started writing? Those? That was also an interesting workshop. So lyrically, I I do not follow one method. Um, you know, bottom up or bottom down or top up or whatever it's called, top down, bottom up. I forgot. Uh, I haven't heard those terms as far it's as basically, you know, It's so. like you can start writing a song with, with lyrics and then you put it into music. Or you Got can it. start sitting behind your guitar and then you start working with a riff right. and then music comes. On this one, I I know what sounds I wanted. So really, sometimes I like to consider the, the vocals and, and the words as being a, um, a percussive instrument first. Mm, so nice. I went back home and I, I played around the riff singing stuff that made no sense because I was much more interested and the alliterations and the assonances of some of the syllables that I was doing. So I was articulating my, my sounds, if you want, Got and it. just taking notes on sounds. And then those sounds turned into lyrics. Ooh. So I did not have a, some sort of a clear idea in mind, but I had sounds and I wrote words afterwards around those sounds. And then I, I, this is a marvelous experience because then you look at a song you've just written like this and you discover your own words like what is it that I meant in this very interesting you know very tied down very you know narrowed down uh, with a lot of um, uh, constraints, if you want, way of, right. of, of writing. Right, right. And I, you know, I'm reading the lyrics and I'm seeing a lot of animals. I'm seeing like references to the big bad wolf, the minotaur. There's a cichlid at some point. There's a seagull. Mm-hmm. There's all those natural elements in the in the song. I think the song in the end is very much about what we experience, as you say, uh, all all of us during during COVID. There's a lot of frustrations about the whole COVID experience. How yes. you look at your job. And you're like, you know, do I really, I've been doing this for years now. Do I really need this in my life? How do I need this in my life? You know, a lot of people made changes. How do I need to pay 2K of of, of daycare so that I can go kill myself and never see my my children grow? You know, right? it's it's crazy. It's crazy. So those are the frustrations. I think when I looked at the lyrics afterwards, it comes from frustrations, you know, just leaving my academic job as well. Um, Looking at the office space as being not necessarily a healthy place. Got it. So yeah. when you're saying uh, change our game, that's m- kind of what you're referring to. Well, no, say? change our game is yeah, it, all those experiences. Right. Can we can we do better than this? But change uh-huh. our game, I think, is more like a, a well-needed statement. Where I think uh, in these days we, we kind of need to relearn how to talk to one another. We need, we need a paradigm we, shift. Yeah, yeah, a complete shift. Yeah, mm-hmm. even if we vote differently, you know, we we can we have to find a way to. I'm sure even if we, you know, people are very, very different, they might still find points of interest. We need to be able to, to communicate when I first, somehow. When I first saw this title, I thought Born of the Same. I thought you guys were getting to the fact that you're from different cultures. Yeah. And yet, as we all, at, at my belief anyway, yeah, yeah. no matter what culture you we are, we're still all the same. Yeah, yeah. We want love. We yeah. want to be healthy. and We want our kids to be safe. And our mm-hmm. kids to be safe. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, so I have one more question before we play the song how are you guys gonna replicate this live so we are planning so now we have only two people so right. in the future if you that i said like if you have like bandmates then we'll just dis- distribute all the parts but now we are planning to do a lot of production first and whatever we have we'll basically have a backing track so we will just uh, all we basically 
cut the old guitars I'll play live and cut his stuff then he can play live but the the structure of the song will be there and we'll have put in ears have a click track going on yeah. that way people are not, not going to listen to right, click right, right. track right it'll be just in your ear yeah. but we'll hear the whole structure of sound like with the click that way would have a full produced sound it's exactly will sound like a yeah. basically a mp3 like a, a produced song so backing tracks is kind of along the same lines of sample and loops exactly that yeah pre-recorded something pre-recorded in this in this yeah. instance it would be more than just a shaker it would be everything yeah. that you guys aren't playing yeah. on stage you exactly, can't yeah. physically play on stage mm-hmm. you get a lot of versatility going on there you know on stage I want to sing I want to play jambe for sure because I've always mm-hmm. done that mm-hmm. maybe a couple of tracks I want to be behind a drum set for a full mm-hmm. percussion experience sometimes just singing with no distraction and nothing in my hands yeah. oh I think and Jinchi plays a lot of things too so sometimes you'll see him with a guitar maybe bass sometimes guitar. bass guitar behind a computer you samples yeah. so it's all about do we need more you know session musicians now or do we need to incorporate other people I think we're going to stay pretty much the main songwriters there because yeah. we we, have, we fit pretty well this way it's a big decision it's a big mm-hmm. decision too it is uh, and you know it's uh, and you know even if, if a song sounds a certain way also recorded you can also remanipulate that song live too we can do stuff acoustic we can do stuff yeah, uh, just voice and, and a couple of sounds. We can always remember, retouch stuff. I think it would be very interesting to go to your gig when you do it just as a duo. Also, yeah. if you hire other musicians too, but to just to watch you moving from your different instruments yeah. depending yeah. on what song it is and yeah. h- how you're doing that. It's, a, it's you're not a, bored, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> audience would not be bored either. Uh, All right, so it's time to take a listen to Born of the Same. I'm written, excited. Recorded and performed by my guests, Cedric Brian and Jinti Dutta from mm-hmm. the duo Greenvale Manitou. Many thanks to Cedric and Jinti for sharing their dirt. Sorry about that. It's all right. Yeah, also there's a...
This is Musician Talk, and I'm your host, Pauline Jennings. My guests today are Cedric Bian and Jinti Dutta from the duo Greenvale Manitou. You just heard their tune called Born of the Same. So this song is intensely cool. That's what first thing I wrote down. It's <laughs> really, really, really cool. <laughs> and it's sexy. There's sexy parts to it. We wanted it like that, yeah. Again, mm-hmm. incredible singing. Thank you. Um, uh, just the... the, the the variety of things that you can do with your voice is really great. Your range is incredible. Thanks. Um, as I said before, I love the different genres, and it's so seamlessly put together. Jinty, well, mm-hmm. well done. And the beginning of the tune, I love that. The mm-hmm. nature yeah. part of it. I'm sorry, we got a little, <laughs> little delayed there. But um, thank you so much. That's a really wonderful song. Um, we need to hit these last couple things before we wrap up, and I do want to hear, uh, you guys haven't had gigs as Greenville Manitou, but you've had plenty of experience as musicians out there, so what do you have for me with best gig, worst gig? Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so this is just... Uh, there's so many be- best gigs, but <laughs> yes. like one gig is like uh, we had uh, in uh, Glasgow, Scotland, it's a Celtic festival. Okay. It's uh, because the the venues are 
it's not the big venue, but it's kind of like part of the venues. Always, they happens like every like uh, after two hours, they would change the venues, and we would go walk oh. to every venues, and all the musicians from every world is like it's basically gathering of musicians more than people watching. Uh-huh. It's always it's like a so many people around you as a musician, and you go have a beer or something like yes. always like around the musicians. That's one's a good one. And the worst one could be in with the papon. Okay. So that one's like very worse. Uh, and it, this is, was also festival in India. So we are performing like in the middle of performing. Like I was like a play a play solo, a playing a solo, and I was like shredding, and <laughs> I saw something flying oh, no. towards me, <laughs> and I flew so hard. And next time I saw the, my singer, he had a. In the, he hit the hit head, and I can. What s- was it? It was rock. Oh, oh no! Yeah. I thought it was a bird. Wow. Oh yeah. no! And like next time I saw his his bleeding basically, mm. and he couldn't because he was was so much pressure because singing <coughs> the part. Like I was like, just stop! Like you're bleeding, just stop! Right. And we had to just stop, and the police came, and they had to shut down the whole show that day, and didn't happen. And we had to wait for so long time to uh, to oh, move the crowd away, and yeah, it was that was the worst. Gig. Yeah, I think that is the worst gig I've heard right. uh, on my no, fifty-five shows. That's yeah. a bad one. Haven't it it's, it's, it was not Scotland. It's not going to happen for sure in Scotland. <laughs> it was in India. The, it. It's a it's like oh, lot of people. Okay. And something happened like in the yeah. organizer. It's not about the people. I think it's like some grudge. I think, but uh, yeah, scary. it was Scotland bad. Usually, they toss bad. trees at you, not rocks, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's, kind of, yeah. <laughs> that's what those guys do. Yeah, kills, right. And also, I was like playing guitar. Like I, I can see something just flying. I'm like flying so hard, <laughs> and wow, they have to hit Missed me. You. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Cedric? <laughs> well, mine is a bit weird. Uh, I think my best gig is also my worst gig. Okay. If it makes sense. Uh, well, <laughs> Sometimes it. it gets so strange, it might really be your best stuff. So we uh. were hired, I was in this metal band um, in France. We were doing metal originals and also covers of classic, you know, like Metallica and Iron Maiden, that stuff. And we were hired to do a special event for a birthday. Someone who really liked our music too. I, I recognized the guy. He was coming to our venues uh, quite often, and we didn't know what 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 to expect. It was sure. the best the best paid show that we had. Like they paid very well, you know. At the time for indie, we had like eight hundred a head. You know, wow. like a small venue. Oh. Like what's going to happen there? <laughs> Is this something that I should <laughs> be aware of? And so we, we get there. It was in the middle of nowhere, like a desert in the middle of Burgundy. And it's, yeah, it was a place with half-naked ladies all over the place. Ah. And, um, and you know, poles and stuff like this. I'm like, oh, okay, this is the place. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, yeah. And so I had this guy scream in my face for two hours straight. I was the birthday guy, maybe two inches from my face. Oh, no. With this very nice Heineken meats, chips kind of <laughs> breathing, you know. <laughs> Like bad, bad Bad. Manchester United hooligan type of guy, (laughs) you know, and and it was and I could not really because it was his celebration. He was so trash, but he was really literally singing to my face like, run to the hills. And it was just like, 
it was getting in the mic and you could not do anything. The boss in the back was like, yeah. And then there's like all naked ladies everywhere. And we slept there. We slept there and, and, and the lady stayed as well. I remember like, okay, this is interesting. What's going on? You know, it's, right. it's very weird. It's still a good experience. You know, we stayed there. We ate pizzas at 3 a.m. The boss at some was like, hey, here are the keys. I'm back tomorrow morning. You guys crash there. I was like, wow, this nice. is cool. But yeah, it was it was a bit strange for a little while. That, you know? that sounds strange. <laughs> that sounds like it kind of got a lot of different ways. Yeah. So I'm glad exactly. Yeah. Glad that you ended up eating pizza at three. <laughs> no, right. No. With uh, naked ladies. With yeah. naked ladies. That's not a bad. What thing. toppings do you want? You know. <laughs> exactly. All right. So where can people find you? Your and your music. Where well, you? so we just started. So I just literally submitted the single fourteenth. Um, so okay. like a couple of days ago. Yep. To we, you know, it's. Our first song so we discussed for a while aggregators what should we go website everything mm-hmm. is still built right now so the song is going to be available on streaming as soon as it pops up it's okay. been submitted so it's there all platforms all of them, all of them. and they can <coughs> search under Greenville Manitou or the yeah, name of the same one of the same, same. Of the same. Okay. I think it's not there yet I've checked it's, it didn't pop up yet okay. uh, but this week I'm going to take the time to finalize our uh, Bandcape page as well and as well as a website the website is greenvillemanitou.com uh, I'm going to put some merchandise buttons there so that you can also okay. download the song as an MP3 or a lossless file if you want it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'll just uh, put that, you know, I'll just put zero, 99 cents, something like this, you so know, for, for the song, download. Use a greenvillemanitou.com. Dot com. Oh, yeah. nice. All in one word. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, those... I suppose there's surprising. not too many people have Greenbelt Manitou as their website. No, so you're looking at co- .com. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's a the great thing about this name, too. Like for, uh, you know, a Google search, it's perfect. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Nobody's got this Nobody name. else is going to get it. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any gigs? Do you have anything lined up? or where Yeah, you I have a, a gig with Chad uh, in the Dundas Soccer Dome oh. in the, uh, next um, April 30th. April 30th? This is a private gig. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, yeah. we have a pretty much a lot of gigs in this summer line. all right and your schedule once you start playing gigs which i th- i think would be just fascinating to, to see and It'll be you'll fun. definitely be yeah. playing at some of the pubs yeah, around oh yeah. here yeah. Yeah, yeah. uh that schedule will be on your website mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah um, yeah we, i know a couple of people in the local breweries i think it's totally doable ah uh, mm-hmm. yes awesome that's the nice part of being in a small town you yeah. get to know <laughs> those, all those people Thank you so much for Thank being you. on. I, it's us. such a great, it's such an honor to meet you and mm-hmm. to speak about some different cultures. And uh, uh, we didn't get to speak any other languages here. Uh, but next time, maybe we'll start speaking some French. And, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, right. Uh, thank you very yeah. much for <laughs> being so on. Much. And it was great to meet you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Many thanks to Cedric and Jinti for sharing their journeys and adventures with us today. What an incredibly creative duo they have put together with Greenvale Manitou. And as always, I am so grateful to you for listening to Musician Talk on The One, KYMN. This is your host, Pauline Jennings, signing off, and I hope you have a terrific day. (laughs) ¶¶